This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. Is everybody in? Is everybody in? Is everybody in? The ceremony is about to begin. Such a uh, pleasure and honor to be here with you this morning, this fine November morning, Wednesday, November 29th, 2023. Let's get our heads right, man, for, you know, we've got, we're our, our show, we're in the teens, guys, for like how many shows we have uh, left this Six, year. 16, I think. 16, not that anybody's counting the days until no, we no, go on not. vacation, but, um, you know, and then the holidays and all that, so... Good to be here with you. Got a uh, lot to get to today, allegedly. Uh, I'm Woodsy. That's Paul Rindle. He's our executive producer. Good morning, Paulie. Good morning. Morning, Benjamin Higgins, your friendly neighborhood sports anchor. You're looking sharp today. Thank you. I that, appreciate that. That hat that a guy gave us at our golf tournament, it is, who's it from? Prestigious like landscaping or yeah. lawn care or he's something like that. Such, I, 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 I don't really know the business, but I love the hat. I can't I, remember his sure. name. He's such a good dude. I've run into him. I ran into him at Little League one time. He gave us these hats. That hat looks the best on you of all your hats. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I put the hat on because I was having such trouble with my hair yesterday. Yesterday was it a was rough just scene. starting for- to... Just get a little bit out of control, and I thought, you know what? Let's just put on a hat this morning. Do you remember? Do you remember? It came to me just now. Do you remember Goodfellas? Remember Frankie Carbone, the guy they hung on the hook that had the helmet hair? Yeah, that's what your hair looked like yesterday. You look like Frankie Carbone, the guy. He wouldn't stop running his mouth. They had to whack him. They hung him up in the meat truck. He had the just the nice yeah. helmet of hair. That's what it looked like yesterday. But today, I can't see it because I mean, you have that great. It's a hat sign on. that you've got good body in your hair. It's not wispy. It get, it's got some thickness to it. But yeah, sometimes oh, it, it gets a little it gets out of control. Out of control. But uh, it's good to have you guys uh, here. Thanks for tuning in. If you miss, well, you did. You missed the hell of a live stream last night. The Ben and Woods <laughs> uh, member live stream that we did uh, on YouTube. What probably our best one. I did show nipple. Uh, as I usually do, Ben did not 
show. You didn't f- waste any time showing. I really didn't. Well, we had some new people in there. They hadn't seen it before, so I, they haven't seen them. And it's part of the part of what, what you get. There's nothing remarkable about my nipple. Well, Yours you show your, is... your frozen penis is what I think everybody <laughs> wanted to see. Cause I laughed about that. That was that. not mine. That was a Swedish oh, skier. That's right. That's, that's right. not mine. That's right. That's right. No, I, I remember now. I, I have frozen my penis. I laughed about quote frozen penis all day yesterday. By the I way. have frozen my penis. <laughs> he was a skier. That was a quote from a Swedish skier. The okay. skier, okay. The skier was so cold that his wiener froze, and he had to thaw it out on the table in front of everyone after this. His what do you call it? A match? Not a match. A a race. And his his pee pee was frozen. And he's like, it's never happened to me before. I was driving home laughing so hard, thinking about Ben saying, again, I have frozen my penis. Things are always better fresh. I have frozen my penis than frozen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. We've talked about freezing bread before. Yeah. It's worthless. <laughs> the dumbest thing you can do. I, my wife and I were talking the other day. That was an old convo, the freezing bread. It's one of our best. That was in the Corona cave. <laughs> But I, uh, my wife and I were talking about it the other day. She goes, I, uh, I realized I don't. She goes, you don't know how to thaw things properly, but I don't know how to freeze things properly. I go, you're right, and that's a deadly combo. Like if if you can't freeze if you can't freeze it properly, how am I supposed to thaw? She doesn't like when I take ground beef or chicken breast and just throw it in the sink. Yeah. She's like, I don't, I don't, don't do that. You put it on a plate. You put it in the and I go all run, right. Running under like warm, warm water, room temperature yeah. water. <laughs> but she goes, I, but I every time I freeze something, it always ends up freezer burned. Always. Am I putting it in the wrong spot? Is our freezer too cold? I don't get it. I said, I really don't know. You know, I don't like freezing anything. I love the idea, but it oh, just never idea? works out. Then I, the idea. I is bought some uh, English muffins at Costco. It's like the three pack, and we <laughs> open the first one, put the other two in the freezer. Of course, because you can't leave English muffins to unless you're eating seven <laughs> English muffins a day. Exactly. <laughs> Your kids are like, Dad, I, I can't do English muffins for breakfast, lunch, but and dinner. But of course, man. I just like the other day saw them in there, and I go. That was like nine months ago that I stuck so, them in there. They, there's no way my these are good anymore. Here's my question to you. Nine months they've been sitting there. Do you eat? Are they bad? Or does the freezing process make them I don't not think the freezing anymore? process, like, unlimited shelf life. I think they're still, you know, they say, hey, it's good in the fridge for a week and a half and the freezer for three months. But after that, you still have to get rid of them. My man Ben here. By the way, we'll eat anything. Like, you you were not a guy that likes wasting food at all. So for you to look in and go, I don't know about those, <laughs> is pretty dicey. <laughs> so I'm telling you, the idea, you're right. You just nailed it. The philosophy behind freezing something is brilliant. It's fantastic. It's the greatest thing. Get yourself a deep freeze. Why? So I can just freeze Freezer burn more stuff that I'm probably never going to use. I'm hoarding. Hey, I got a slab of venison in here that I'm never going to eat. <laughs> That's now freezer. Has anyone ever brought you like fish? Like, oh, I caught this fish here. Yes. Just put it in the freezer. It's so like, eh, I don't know what I'm going to do with this. So my buddy used to go on these, and he's been. He honestly, he stopped asking. I'm not kidding you. For every week for about two years, my buddy. Corb 
used to text me and go, you got to come out on this fishing boat with me. And I go, all right, run, run it. But he goes, all right, we leave at like four in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> we get back midnight two days later. And I go, I don't want to do that. I like to fish. You know how long I like to fish? 20 minutes, 30 minutes. I like to throw a couple. Bloop, 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 bloop. Didn't catch anything. All right, I'm out. I don't want to be on a boat with a bunch of dudes playing perfect storm, trying to catch tuna. <laughs> for two days, sleeping in a bunk, eating beans out of a can, like it just—he would describe it to me, and I'm like, "It really sounds, uh, really, I love you, but it really sounds awful. It's probably not for me, and it probably is fun, but he used to bring me frozen chunks of tuna. That actually that worked would, out for you. I would rip through it in like a week because you just thaw it out, and then you throw it on the skillet or whatever, and sear it, and it was delicious. But I don't know, man, like. Spending two days on a fishing boat to bring in seven fillets of tuna did not sound super appealing. to. I'm not a man, real manly guy, and that felt very manly to me. So did not do that. But yes. When it comes to frozen foods, how often when you guys were kids did you forget to pull something out of the freezer? Like Oh, all the time. Mom calls at like noon. Hey, yeah. can you pull can some you pull the chicken meat out, out of the yeah. freezer? And then 4.30 rolls around. You're like, son of a... I know, dude. <sighs> I know. I'm telling you, I'm... I'm the same. Uh, I'm the same way. And now, I buy stuff. I buy the Costco chicken breasts that you have to cut with scissors oh, yeah. to separate, and then they're like piled on top of each other. And then it takes months to thaw. Yeah. It takes a month, thirty days actually <laughs> is what you need to, to thaw those big hunks of chicken. I do love the concept. Diesel su- suggests that our freezers may be too cold, but. I mean, the alternative of not cold enough, like, oh, we put it in the freezer, but actually it's been growing bacteria this whole time. That's terrifying. Don't you want your freezer to be, you know, sub-freezing temperatures? I thought so. Make sure that everything is frozen. Nobody knows. I know nothing. Nobody knows. Uh, This show is not about freezing or thawing bread, meat, fish, anything of the like. So uh, it was a great stream last night. We had such a good time. Uh, told some killer, killer stories. Laughed. Uh, so if you, you know, you can go to YouTube. If you're watching on YouTube, just hit the join button, and you can do that. It's great. They're a lot of fun. Uh, they really are. They're getting, they're getting more fun each time, and they're getting a little more. I very much overshare uh, on the stream. A little, little racy. A little racy. And then I wake, I wake up this morning. I go, did I really tell? I told that story. <laughs> All right. So that's what our what, about me. Now. What happens in the member chats? It stays, stays yeah. in the member chats. Yeah, it does. It, and we we don't talk about it on the air. It absolutely does. And uh, but it's a lot of fun. I mean, Ben said the curse words on the last one. Not I, yesterday. Not yesterday, but the one before, the one before yeah. that. It was like it was legendary. So you never know what you're going to get. I would like to make our first interview more like a member chat than a strict you know q a with our, our first guest this morning i think it'll work pretty well because coming up at six thirty-five today our buddy matt strom former padre now philadelphia phillies reliever is going to be with us and we'll certainly catch up with him on how a season when how the playoffs you know the run to the uh, national league championship series the disappointment of getting ahead and then losing to the arizona diamondbacks went but for the most part, we just like hanging out with Maddie and, and talking with him and shooting the breeze. So uh, we will. Oh, and did he go? He did. It's over. The Philadelphia Phillies are headed back to the National League Championship Series. That was, that was Maddie up. closing out the NLDS. Yeah, yeah. like bases loaded, nobody uh, out or runners something. Runners first and first third, and third in the ninth. Three-one lead. <sighs> go ahead, run. Come on, dude. Like. 
when they called him there, I was like, oh god, oh god, oh god, because you know, I was like, I want, I want my buddy to do great, and he did, and he got out of it, and and got you know sent them to the NLCS, and that was really really because cool, hadn't they especially. gone to the closer early, like in the yeah. eighth inning, yeah. and and they had to. They had to go with Maddie in the ninth, and he, it worked out beautifully, perfectly uh, in from, that situation. I found that from uh, Pitching Ninja, okay, and it just says Matt Strom, wicked eighty-two mile an hour slider, just completely fooled the guy. Now, a very, very good dude and uh, friend of the program. Always good to talk to. Always good to talk to me that's done it and and did it. You know, at the the highest levels this year. And uh, who did they get beat by? They got beat by the D backs. Yeah. yeah, that was the NLCS. So that's in seven. Yeah, yeah. The Diamondbacks came oh, back from Lord. down three two or three one. I yeah. mean, they they, they, That's one they rallied you, late. While it would have been great to have Strom on, you know, that week or Can't something, dude, you got to let the dust. You got to let it. I saw him like on Instagram a couple days later, like doing something with his kids, and these guys are pretty good about being able to turn it on and off. But we know Maddie; he's a competitor, and like he was probably. I'm going to ask him how. How long are you, are you over <laughs> over it yet? Because I got to imagine it it definitely fuels the fire getting that close and um, yeah what a what a I thought I I mean we all thought we thought they were going to cut through the Diamondbacks like a knife through butter dude five I mean, games at the at most, the most. <laughs> and you know kudos to the Diamondbacks for doing that but um, yeah really good to talk to Maddie. Uh, today and of course we're going to be joined by our pal Eno Saris today at eight thirty five as well. Little little one off. Uh, he's he has been making some comparisons uh, on Twitter to a guy the Padres may be interested in. Jung Ho Lee is that correct? Uh, did I say that properly? Uh, he's an outfielder, center fielder, uh, plays in the KBO and knows the great Hassan Kim. And he's been rumored to the Padres. He likes his game. I want to ask him a little bit more about that. I want to ask him about some of the uh, pitching woes that that we have and some of the uh, pitchers that may be a good fit for the San Diego Padres. So a lot of Padres talk today. The Aztecs have a new head football coach. It's got a lot of people on the Mesa. Very excited. And I think for good reason. Talked about that on the member stream last night as well. And uh, so we'll do that again. Apologies to the uh, members for having to hear that same segment. This morning on the radio. Don't forget about our giveaways. Uh, of course, biggest fan at 915. We also have another pair of Rolling Stones tickets. They've been one of the hottest prizes I think we've ever had. No question. Uh, you have to know the Daily Diddy song, though, which is coming up next when we come back and then later one, in the huh? show. Tricky one. Yeah. Kind of. yeah. This will be a tricky one because no no big hits was the rule that yeah. Woodsy uh, installed at the start of the week. So you can't just start guessing. You start me up. Uh, you, you brown sugar. No, it's got to be something from Outside a little bit of the top ten most played songs on Spotify. Correct. was kind of the parameters because songs eleven through twenty also hits. Twenty one through thirty hits. Hits. Yeah, it's, like, the, it's the Rolling Stones, right? So, uh, but no, it's it should be a good show today. Thank you for being here, and uh, we'll get this thing going. All right, it's coming up uh, next with the Daily Ditty, and then Matt Strom all ahead here on San Diego's number one sports station. See how the traffic is doing early on this Wednesday morning. See how Kelly is doing well as well on 97.3 The Fam.
Stones instrumental. Nope. This is actually one of their new songs. New Stones. Now we always Pack Me Diamonds, their new album. Yep. The reason that presumably they're going on tour this year as well. And if we let this play a little bit, this song actually features guest artist Lady Gaga as well. Stones and Gaga together. It gets kind of gospel-y sounding, and I was listening to it yesterday trying to find a deep track for the Stones. I'd say it's pretty deep. This is uh, is actually pretty good. I mean, considering they're a bunch of 80-year-olds, essentially, playing new music. It's, It's very impressive. We always... You know, we com- you know, commentary on, on bands that have been around a while. And, hey, we're going to play one from our new record. See you later. I think I need to, like, skip ahead. To skip it. Yeah, skip Gaga. ahead to uh, the Lady Gaga when she kind of pops in. The name of the song is what? Sweet Sounds of Heaven. Sweet Sounds of Heaven. Remember that. Yeah, you need to Write know that down. tune. Got in the background. Huh? She's in the background. I can hear It's reminiscent of, uh, what's her name, uh, Mary Smith in the oh, background God. of Gimme Shelter, Dude. one of my favorite songs of all time, but clearly one of the hits, so can't play that today, but I loved that part of Gimme Shelter when she's kind of screaming in the background. The I feel best. like Lady Gaga is taking on this role in a new song, Sweet Sounds of Heaven, and you'll need to know that title later on for your chance to win those Rolling Stones tickets uh, in the second half of the Ben and Woods program today. Yeah, your mom texted us yesterday and said that uh, you don't have to buy her Rolling Stones tickets. Just You're, you're off the hook. Yeah, because uh, you've already said that you're going to, no, so no, I don't have she to. She said, please don't do that, Ben. You don't have to do that. But I will say again, I think you you think have. that's one of those, you say it, but you don't really mean it. Of course. Sort of. Of course. Gift ideas. No, no. It's too much. It's too much. Anytime somebody <laughs> says it's too much, it's not too much. They want it. That's exactly what they, they want. They want it badly. No, it's it's too much. Don't do it. It's too much. If you don't want it, what do you say? When you really don't please want don't. it. Please don't. Please don't. Please don't. Yeah, please Are you don't. sure that's please about don't. the same like, thing? I'm serious. I'm dead serious. Do please not do not do that. I would be like, there's no chance I would use that. Just don't get it for me. But then you'd be worried that's they already good. got it for you, and now, now they feel bad, and... That's that's a bad gift to them. Yeah, that's true. And the, the 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 you know the season tis the season to buy Christmas gifts. I've gotten a lot done so far, uh, but I still have so much to go. And I was looking at my bank account this morning. I was like, maybe you slow down just a little bit on buying weird things off the internet for your your family and friends. But I can't do it. I can't do it. I want everybody to have a, a nice Christmas. And it's like they said in the office, I love you this many dollars worth. Like, it's very important <laughs> to, to give a good gift that, you know, has a little weight to it. And by weight, I mean some money behind it. It's just very, very true. Nothing worse than getting a bad gift. And we'll talk about that, certainly on the Christmas and holiday extravaganza on December 20th. Uh, it's my one of my favorite segments of the year. Bad gifts. My dad hates it because he's usually he was usually he's a great gift giver now. But back in the day, you never knew what you were going to get wrapped up from around the house. What is always usually a spectacular gift for a significant other is jewelry, right? Oh, it's so hard to buy. I for don't them. know how to buy jewelry. Yeah, I mean, 
you know, you can always just go with the most expensive thing. Right. But then you're getting into the, you know, thousands of the dollars. Thousand, and, and, yeah, multiple oh, yeah. thousands. This diamond dollars. necklace. Right. And then when are, when are, when is she going to oh, wear the, this at diamond the, At all of the galas that you guys go so to. So now you're going about, okay, now I've got to be more reasonable and under budget. And they then they take you to these little, and they're all trinkets, trinkets and, whatnot, and you're and going like, okay, now how do I choose between the nine million things in this case that all look maybe 4% different from each other? I have a great idea. Get her a brooch. <laughs> <laughs> I really just like saying the word brooch. brooch. Here's a lovely, darling. Here's I a don't lovely know how brooch. I even broach the subject <laughs> exactly. of buying a brooch. What is this? It's a brooch. Obviously, I got you a brooch. You pin it upon your lapel as you go do your normal. Is it kind of because it's the shape of a roach and then they just add a B? <laughs> I, I don't know no why. why they call it a brooch. I, d- I don't know. Bro, I don't even like buying my wife clothing. Oh, for, dude. Because I'm like, that's well, not I uncommon. I don't terrible. think I've ever bought my wife clothing. I don't There's know the no right point. size. Like, if she wants something, I'm like, I need exact sizes. I need, you know, shoe size. You buy it, size, I'll Venmo you. I'll, I'll Venmo you the cost. That's yeah. really the only way to and do like, it. And like with jewelry, it's kind of the same thing. I'm like, I have no idea what I'm looking for now. Four Christmases ago, I gave my wife an engagement ring for Christmas. Of course, that's an easy is that is that like, I can't beat that, right? So am I just off the hook for Christmas for no, jewelry? No, Damn. You're not. Damn it. You're never really But what right. happens when she says, well, will you buy me this? And we'll just call it, you know, my, my Christmas present or my birthday present when that happens. So then you're screwed at but Christmas. But then I feel like, yeah, you you're, feel like a you've, then, yeah. then you've let them down at Christmas. Yeah. Well, hey, remember that thing I bought for you six weeks ago and you said... We'll just make that my Christmas present because I She's wanted like, it back I was, then. You thought I was serious about it? You really didn't get me anything. It's, I think that's a trap. Dude, it happens all the time where Megan will be like, oh, I really want this. You know, d- d- December 5th. Oh, I'd love one of these. Like, I'm thinking about getting it. Just wait. Just shut up. How about that? Maybe you just zip it up. Why don't you just wait, like, I don't know, three weeks? They really make it. And the, you know, the hardest part is my wife is an elite gift giver elite not good not great the top of the li- <laughs> like i've seen one of my gifts this christmas already it they didn't it came to the house and i went oh my god it's just, you idiot i'm like i didn't do it i didn't she's like, you're not supposed to see that she's an elite gift giver and so now i'm scrambling it's a lot of pressure it really is and so I can't top. I won't be able to top what she's gotten me already. So unless I like, that's a good move on her. Unless end. yeah, unless I put like a new car with the bow on the front, which, which I, has anyone ever? Auto I still want to no. do. I, has anyone day, with a net worth under a billion dollars well, ever you know, actually done the bow I'm and the car? Sure, there's hey, a honey, there's one more present in the winter events line. going on right now. Sure, there where is. They will deliver you a ninety-two thousand dollar car with a bow right into your driveway. Check out uh, Sedano Ford for all your auto needs. <laughs> They'd be happy to put a bow on it, I'm guessing. Uh, but no, listen, try not to stress yourself out this holiday season. But, uh, yeah, it's it's not easy. Jewelry, you're right, man. It's really, really. The sizes? The ring? Oh, what's, what ring size? I have no. Gun to my head. What size ring does your wife have? I, I wouldn't I even no know idea. where to start. What? Six. I, I, I mean. <laughs> what are the sizes? 83. Right. 56. I have no idea. What are, they, Never. what are the I had to, I had to break in. into my wife's bedroom, <laughs> grab a handful of rings yeah. while she was at work, and then just take them to a jeweler. And say, and like, what is this? I don't know. Oh, Tell you me what idiot. Size Those is. are for my index finger. I can't wear this. It's too big. <laughs> uh, honestly, if the sizes aren't, you know, L. 
XL, double XL. I have no idea how they work at all. Speaking of that, you ever buy your inseam? You ever buy your wife a shirt that's like a shirt, and she's like. What am I, a whale? Why Why would you get me that? I'm like, well, you have huge boobs. I didn't know. I thought it was an L because of your boobs, not because of anything else. And she's like, you're, I'm a medium. So then you get her a medium. It's, this is too tight. So a, what are you trying to do? A women's cut. Women's it cut. doesn't work. It's oh, not the dude, same. We are lit. You should, we should have these notes in our phone. You've been married 20 years. You have no excuse. All this should be in your phone as far as. As uh, n- you know, notes go for sizes and all that, but, but they change size. They do, they do, they really, really do. The, and Polly and I, you got, we have to factor the boobs in, in for our wives. You have to factor it in. Yeah, you know, if I get her a women's cut, <laughs> it's a, it, it's it a doesn't large. work because do you feel like an a hole by your a wife? A large, <laughs> or like an extra large, because then it becomes a crop top because it's got to go over the boobs, and you're like, well, that didn't work. I hate okay, it. can I just give you a cash? Just here's some cash. Enjoy Jerry this. Seinfeld. Enjoy this for $182 in it's cash. It's so good. All right, we got to go. Matt Strom's yeah, coming Yeah, Matty Strom is going to join us next. Uh, Phillies reliever, friend of the... <laughs> This hour of Ben and Woods is brought to you by the Golf Mart. Speaking of golf, I wonder if there's going to be a golf rematch involving Woods and Paul and Matt Strom at and his some brother. Point. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. We we smoked him last year in Arizona. I don't know if he's going to be in Peoria. I don't know either. It did result out. in a great picture of Matt Strom wearing a Ben and Woods shirt, though. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, with the Philadelphia Phillies, and he is standing by, going to join us right after this check of traffic on 97.3 The Fan. All right, to the offseason is here, and joining us is former Padres reliever, now with the Philadelphia Phillies. We just heard the highlight a couple of minutes ago, sealing the National League Division Ooh. Series final out God. Uh, to beat the Atlanta Braves. Matt Strom <laughs> is back with us here on 97.3 The Fan. That must have been a moment, Matty. Oh, it sure was. It sure was. Thanks for having me, guys. It's good to talk to you, my friend. That uh, I we were, we were all kind of on the edge of our seats that night. I, I gave it about an hour after the game, and then DM'd you, and you wrote me back the best thing ever. You're like, dude, I've never done drugs, but this is my new dr- <laughs> this is my new drug postseason baseball. Yeah, electric. Yeah. Here it is. Here it is. He did. It's over. The Philadelphia Phillies. Oh, that's so cool. Are headed back. To the National League Championship Series, I felt like Buddy the Elf. I was like, I know him. I know him. Down my leg. No, dude. I mean, how? What is the heart rate when you get that call? I mean, I'm not gonna like the the least nervous I was all postseason was when I was on the mound. The worst, the worst is sitting out there in the bullpen. <laughs> And you can't do anything about anything. You're literally 395, 430 feet away from the game, and you can't do anything. And like it, that's the most nerve wracking part for me. But as soon as as soon as that phone rings, it's like life goes back to normal. I can throw baseball. I can do things, and then I get to compete. You got to be so, counting those. You're out there, like, oh, there goes Sir Anthony, and there goes Jose Alvarado, and there goes Craig Kimbrell. Yeah, yeah, there's not we many, go. many guys yeah. left out here uh, for the last no inning. No doubt, when uh, <laughs> when we used Alvy and Craig early, 
I looked around because I believe we used Hoffy in like the fourth or the fifth. Yep. And then it was like, all right, well, there's the fireman one. And then it's like, all right, there goes the setup, man. Well, there goes the, <laughs> the closer. And it's like, uh, just looking around. All right, like, uh, all right, here we go. And then, uh, I mean, as soon as, like you said, as soon as they used Kimbrel, it was kind of like you knew what was going to happen. It was going to come down to matchups and the three of us left, Sir Soto and myself. And, I mean, yeah, I blacked out pretty much after that. But. 100%. It's the difference in in what Matt Strom is able to do as a professional. And, like, people like us, I can remember vividly, Matty, in high school, being like in the yeah. hole, being in the hole or something, and there was one out, and I'm like, "Please hit into a double play, so I don't have to come up and be the last out." I'm please, God, hit into a double play. I don't want to be the last dude. Like, it's just the different mentality, man, of, of oh, yeah. what you guys do. Uh, we're joined by Matt Strom here on Ben and Woods this morning. Are you? Will you be in Peoria this off season? You're going to be out in Philly. You know, I'm I'm out in out in Philly this off season. Um, this is. Uh, yeah, I've, this is a crazy off season for me. I, my wife and I sat down after the season, and it was like, "Holy crap, we got to be somewhere every other weekend or every third weekend." So, we just decided to kick it where we were in Philly instead of packing up the house and traveling. So, well, the rematch but, will have to wait then. Or you guys can come to Florida. I'm not coming to Florida. There's, I'm not flying across the country for you West, you West Coast softies. Yeah, 100. Go to Philly's fantasy camp. It's only, it's yeah. only like a five and a half hour flight. Oh my God! Can you imagine? Well, listen, I. Uh, so we talked about it before. We went Boston to Philly. Give me the difference yeah. in fan bases. Good, same. Are they even? Like, what's what's been your experience? Because you had like yeah, your I numbers mean, are better in Philly than they were in Boston. They were both really good. Yeah, I mean, I love I love both places. Um, the the thing with Boston, I mean, it was obviously mine slash our fault as a team to experience Boston in last place. Probably wasn't as fun as it would have been if you were competing for the division. But uh, you know, it was the the Citizens Bank. Like, I can't even explain what that is like. Um, I remember walking in on a Wednesday night game regular season trey hit a go-ahead homer in the eighth we were pretty much sold out and i remember walking in after the game with hoffy and turning to turning to him and being like dude do you imagine this place in october and then i mean it was i can't yeah it's i want to red october is something i want to experience for the rest of my life that was unbelievable Talking to Matt Strom here on Ben and Woods, and so we got to ask: You guys looked absolutely unstoppable. The offense was clicking on all cylinders. Are they ever going to lose another game? And then all of a sudden, middle of the NLCS, bats kind of went cold. The Diamondbacks got hot. What happened there? How difficult was that? I mean, how how do you recover, or have you recovered? You know, <laughs> after that kind of yeah. almost shocking to all of us exit there in the NLCS. Yeah, no, it was uh, it's an unfortunate end. Uh, we were playing great ball, and, I mean, like you said, it kind of just stopped almost like a light switch for us, um, you know. And, I mean, tip your cap to the Diamondbacks. They sure. were playing great baseball. They played clean baseball throughout the, the entire series. Even the games we beat them, like, they still played clean, still battled. And, um, you know, it's that's what playoff baseball is. It's about who gets hot at the right time and stays hot. And, uh 
you know, our our flame wasn't big enough, I guess, but but it's it's going to be a fun team next year again. We return a majority of us. So, um, you know, we again, too, this team just keeps getting more and more playoff experience, which hopefully that creates a three-headed monster for us next year headed into the playoffs. Yeah, for sure. Talking to Matt Strom here, uh, Philadelphia Phillies relief pitcher, former Padres uh, relief pitcher as well. And uh, give me, give us a couple, uh, or just one, Bryce Harper story. I'm, I remain fascinated by him um, as a person, as a player. I love his game. I mean, how can you not? If you like baseball, my kid, yeah. but my my five year old just adores him and is trying to trying to mimic the Bryce Harper swing from the right side. It doesn't look as cool uh, yeah. from the right side as it does from the left, but yeah. he's... No, uh, no he's right-handed a, swing looks good. That's Manny's. Manny's, Manny's right-handed uh, I, okay, swing. I would agree with that. Yeah. I would agree with that Manny's well. is really yeah, beautiful. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I would agree with that. Yeah. But, uh, no, I mean, the, the one that's just going to stick out for me forever is, I mean, the, the Arcia... Attaboy Harper. Oh my God. All I right. Think like yes. The oh next day when we came into the clubhouse, nothing, nothing was said to Harper. Harper didn't say anything, but you could just see like little murmurs around <laughs> like Stubby, Stott and Boehm sitting in the corner and like Stubby showing Boehm and Stott like the phone. And it's like, you just feel this aura of like, okay, there's one of two things happening tonight. Harper's either going ungodly and he's going to do what Harper does or he's going to try so hard. He's probably going to strike out four times. Yeah. Like it's, it's one of the two. And fortunately for us, it was the better one for us. And he like, it was just, I can't explain it. He walked in. There was just a, just a different look in his eye. Like it was like, Holy <laughs> who pissed him off? Who did that? I love it. I and, love it. uh, and we all kind of looked at each other and we're like, yeah, he's going to do something crazy today. Could you, could you so. see the stare down as he rounded second after the home runs oh, from the bullpen? Field, I felt like I was, I felt like I was locked in on it. Like it was, <laughs> I had, I had a front row view. It felt like when, uh, when he turned that corner hitting second base and just peeked over his shoulder. It was wild. It was so ice cold. The, the, some of the other moments, I mean, it was, it's crazy, man, because you know, you found, found myself really liking the, the brand of baseball that the Philadelphia Phillies played as much as I'm a Padre fan. I was what, you know, we were out of it. So you, you had to, I yep. love, you know, Skip Schumacher is a friend of ours was rooting hard for the Marlins. I liked their scrappy game and just watching, some of the guys your team. I mean, Trey Turner. What a rough, rough start to his Philly career. And then the the moment, you know, the moment of of yeah. them cheering and he starts hitting bombs and and doing his thing. Man, it was it was pretty special. And you know, we felt last year, obviously, like one got away from us, right? Like we were like, right. this team should have made the playoffs, right? And and one got away. Do you guys feel that way too, or do you look at it as more of like, all right, like we keep getting there, we need to find a way to get over the hump. No, nah, I mean, speaking for myself, I feel like it probably got away from us. Um, it's, I mean, I've played this, this was my eighth season in the big leagues, and that's as far as I've ever gotten. I've been in the playoffs twice. So to, that should just show how rare it is. So true, yeah. Like, to do it, but that's where, too, like, it didn't, it got away from us because of what we felt like we had, but that's baseball. Like we had an unbelievable season. We got to the 
NLCS came up just short. Like, there's something to hang your hat on there too. But at the same point, it's like we we felt like we fell short. Matt, you uh, mentioned sticking around in Philly during the off season, and that that se- that's one of the things that comes with a, a two year deal as opposed to working on the one year deal or being an up and coming player. What's that like having the the security of of knowing, hey, I signed a deal. I know where I'm going to be next year. I'm not trying to win a job necessarily, and you know, trying to establish yourself now in a community a little bit. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's awesome to have that. Just have those answers to all those questions. Usually, you have in the off season, but uh, you know, it's been it's been great for my family. My my wife and daughter love it out here. Um, it's it's a good compromise because I'm a, I'm a North Dakota boy who doesn't mind the cold. And yeah, Philly's not North Dakota cold, but it's also not Arizona warm. So I think we found a good compromise. I get to I get to get some hunting in and do my my outdoor activities as well. So it's it's been good and I'm I'm enjoying it. What do you hunt in Philadelphia? <laughs> uh, white-tailed deer. Okay, there All you right. go. All white-tailed deer. Right. So deer my brother and I are actually. Yeah, we're actually going to pack the truck up here and drive 17 and a half hours to Kansas to go hunt some deer as well. So we're doing that this Friday. We played golf with you. We know that you're both insane, so that doesn't surprise (laughs) me in the slightest. That sounds like a pretty fun trip, if I can uh, imagine. Tell your brother we said hello, and we will look forward to the rematch. It'll be the second one this year. We've already done it once. That's amazing, I got one more question. (laughs) Did What's you treat you yourself to anything after signing the the two year deal with Philly? Any like splurge item? Yes, I did. I actually uh, a hunting purchase. I <laughs> built myself a custom hunting rifle. So that's amazing. That was, that was my. It's actually a funny story. My wife, uh, she brought me she she brought me home a present like a congrats signing your deal, and it was uh, a designer backpack and. <laughs> It's like I've in her defense, I have talked about how nice some of the guys' backpacks are. Yep. But I'm I wouldn't I never want one. Like I don't want a designer back. That's just not me. <laughs> but anyways, so I was making comments about this designer backpack and how how cool it was. But again, I didn't want it. And my wife <laughs> showed up to the house with it. And I was like, Oh, this is really sick. Thank you. But can I return this and build a rifle? That's amazing. <laughs> like, oh. Maddie, how it's much so pressure sweet, is yeah. there in the clubhouse when you got guys that make, you know, $35 million a year yeah. and have all the cool stuff, and then there's the rookies, and then there's everybody in between? Is it like a competition in the clubhouse? Try to keep up or no? You just know not who you are. All, not at all. I, I shamelessly walked over to Trey Turner's locker and was like, yo, Adidas has this sick bag online. Think you get it? And he said to me. So I was like, yeah. Like, I got no problem with it. I ain't, I ain't trying to... I ain't trying to outfashion anybody here. I'm just, I'm just here to play baseball, and that's it. All right. Well, listen. Might I recommend uh, using some of that money for some golf lessons? And that's all I'll say. Oh, on that. Yeah. Oh, other than that, yeah. Other yeah. Than that, yeah. We'll, yeah. We'll we'll get it back. All we'll right. get it back. All right. Cool. My game is absolute uh, garbage right now. So this would be, would have been a really good time. But uh, do we appreciate yeah, well, you? Ben Ben's gotten. Quite a bit better. So oh, he's Ben's. Oh, ben, oh his yeah, brother, brother, brother yeah. Ben. Yeah, his yeah. brother right. Ben. Yeah. He hits it 500 yards. Yes, he does. When he does. Yeah. With it. Give him a. Uh, you, you haven't seen now. me yet, though, Matty. That's that, true. I'm the secret weapon in reserve. Ben is uh, really good. <laughs> yeah, so. Uh, All right, buddy. Man, it's good it. talking to you. Thank you so much. You guys will. Have a good one. See you, bud.
Matt Strom, Philadelphia Phillies relief pitcher. Yeah, not going to be back in Arizona this uh, this winter. I'm sure they have him doing, you know, he's such a good guy. I'm sure they're doing whatever the version of the Phillies holiday tour and, um, you know, different events that they have players doing in the offseason. He's going to take part in that, as he, I think, should. You sign a multi-year deal, comes with a bit of a... More of a responsibility to the the community and the organization. Where you're going to stick around somewhere for for more than a season. Sounds like he's driving 17 hours to go hunt deer, though. That's true. <laughs> That's too. what he's doing this weekend. That's true too. Oh man, what a great great dude. Um, yeah, just a cool. I love that perspective too. Isn't that wild too? The the worst part of the game that he's the most nervous is the time that he's not playing it. I, Again, it's the mindset, it's the mentality of like this is where we're really comfortable. I, I've heard many golfers say before. I'm I'm nervous as hell on the range. I'm nervous as hell walking, you know, from the clubhouse out to the course. Once I get on the course, like that's what I do. That's who I am. And I it, the the hours in between are the the tough parts for those elite athletes and I can't even imagine my heart rate. Like you 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 know, they they've used everybody else. You're like I got to get these last 3 outs or we're screwed, you know? So I just I I'd probably vomit in my hand. I am like Matt in that I don't get the upscale luggage or bag thing. I'd like to, but I, I'm not. Gonna I mean, do a bag it. is good if it holds the stuff that you need. Sure, it's like easy to carry. You know, maybe the pockets. You like how the pockets are set up. What kind of designer logo is on it makes zero difference to me whatsoever. Yeah, not really me either. I don't. I don't have really the Louis any... Vuitton or whatever you need to have. If the, somebody uh... gave it to you, would you use it? Or would you return it? If I liked it. I mean, I'd use, I, I'd use it if I liked like the the form and function of it. Sure. But I would not like... Just uh, because. Like, you know, Shelly has these purses and she goes, I can't carry anything in this thing, but it's designer. It's Why cool. do you have it? It's an accessory. It's, does, it's not functional. It's got to be for me. It's it's all about the functionality. Yeah, I feel the same way. I do. I feel... And that's I've never been a big car guy. Like, I don't need the fancy i just need to go from a to b and i don't want this thing to break down you know i don't want to have to do a lot of maintenance I want the seat to, to be comfortable yeah, exactly you know, i want the air conditioning to work well yep. so i can be cool yeah and i don't i want the engine to not break down so i don't have to worry about it when i'm on the road in the middle of the night all right that's a good question though what would be the one thing that you would have has there ever been something that you're like i would like to have that as a status symbol anything like a nice suit, custom suit. No, a, a watch. I, I'm almost like opposed. Anything that's showy just to be showy feels like it's not me. But the quite okay. So for example, my my number one pipe dream has I've always for some reason since I was a little. I probably like his shoes. I wanted a Rolex since I was a kid. I don't know. I think I would. They're great watches. Like they're not. It's they're a well-made watch. I would really like one. I like that watch that uh, Gabe Kapler was wearing too. I looked it up. It's like, like five grand. I couldn't bring myself to do it, but if somebody gave it to me, I would wear. I would wear it to death. I think it looks good, and you get what you pay for. I with clothing, I, I definitely agree. You get what you pay for. Hundred percent. There's a difference between yeah. the hundred and twenty-five dollar pair of jeans and the and the seven dollar <laughs> pair of jeans that our friend over here. I buys. will. I will bag a prestige golf course. Or two. Okay. I'll that's pay your... a little extra because I want to say, hey, I've played, I played Pebble Beach. So and I've so. played that's good. some really nice but places. Not, but not a nice putter. Not a nice 
No, I, I mean, I just want it to work. I, I like functionality. Function. Functionality is most important. You're very to me. functional, Ben. Like the most functional human I know, I think. <laughs> Seriously. All right, we'll come back. Uh, we've got Take On Woods. Don't do this all ahead in our next 30 minutes of Ben and Woods. Stick around. The 97.3 The Fan.